Last week was my once-a-year three-day event for boutique photographers called Go Boutique Live. And this year, I gave out a record-breaking number of awards to boutique photographers who are succeeding in this business model. These award winners sold over $5.2 million in photography in 2021 during a global pandemic. We give awards for everything from earning your first $1,000 client, which we call a Julie, to raising $1,000 for charity, getting a single $5,000 order, to reaching the 10,000, which we call 10K yay, or 50K yay in sales for the year. But the highest honor a photographer can earn is the yay award for the 100K yay, 200K yay, 300K yay, or more in sales of portraits from January to December last year. This year we had 2000K plus yay award winners, the most ever, and so many first time award winners. So how do they do it? I've asked a few of these incredible photographers to share their advice for reaching 100K in a boutique portrait photography business. Keep listening to hear their best tips. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. My number one piece of advice to hit $100,000 in your business this year is to do your numbers. If you want to make $100,000, break it down by month. What do you need to do each month for 12 months to make 100000 So that's $8,333. Keep a running total as your month goes. As something comes in, I had a sticky note that was on my computer and I'd write it down, total it out. So I knew every day of the month exactly where I was at for that month. The benefits of doing that are that you'll know if you need to add another session to hit your goal or if you need to make a more elaborate sales plan so that maybe that client buys an extra 16 by 24 canvas to get you to your goal. You'll also be able to look back at a month where maybe you didn't hit your goal and assess like where did you go astray to prevent it from happening again. Nothing is worse than getting to October or November and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm 40000 or $50,000 short of my goal, and then trying to cram everything you could possibly put in before the end of the year just so you can hit that goal. You have no life, you're miserable, you burn out, and you hate yourself. So keeping that as you go along, like it's just 
the best way to do it. Um, also, I would say consider over projecting. Um, if you want to make 100,000, project 120 because sometimes life gets in the way. So hedge your goal, like make sure, like even if I, something tragic happens and I have to take a month off, like I'm still gonna make my goal. As far as what's one big change I made in my business to hit $100,000, I would say I changed my level of confidence in myself, which in return allowed me to double my prices and feel like I was worth that price. Previously, I just was like very bashful about like what what I did for a profession was I good at it you know like sort of poo-pooed anybody who was like oh I saw this image it was beautiful I'm like oh thank you yeah you're really talented oh thank you mm -hmm. but like not really absorbing what they were saying or believing that the compliment that they were giving me was genuine or truthful for that matter so actually listening to my fellow photographers in peak performance and listening to Sarah, when Sarah Patty tells you, hey, you're really good and you should be charging more, I could sell your images all day long, you listen, right? <laughs> um, and so just absorbing that, owning like what, what I do, owning that I am a photographer, owning that I am a newborn photographer, and owning that I'm the best newborn photographer in Charlottesville. That was the biggest change. Confidence in your work and in your worth and what you do allows you to unashamedly um, charge a livable wage because, gosh darn it, I am worth it. My family's worth it. And I now know that. The one big change I made in my portrait photography business this year that helped me reach the six-figure mark was definitely adding in in-person consultation um, and being able to meet with them in person before even booking their session. This one step made a huge difference in my business and I feel like it definitely um, helped up my sales. Uh, it's just so important in making sure that your clients understand the entire boutique process. It gives you a chance to meet them before the session and, it, and really establish that personal connection. Um, and then it's most importantly where you discuss pricing in depth with them um, and you make sure that they really understand the investment and what they um, are looking to purchase and get from their session. Um, that way you avoid the sticker shock. Um, in the past, I didn't always meet with clients and would just try my best to cover everything over the phone. And I found that my sales would just tank when they came in to view the photos. Uh, a lot of time they were either sticker shocked or just didn't fully listen when I would talk over the phone about pricing or I would skip over the pricing because I was scared to disclose it. Um, and so a lot of times it just made things so much more stressful. I decided that I wanted to up the experience for my clients and started scheduling consultations to meet with them before I would even book them. And it was the perfect opportunity uh, to get to know more about them and have them get to know me, which I think really helped them feel more comfortable when it came time for their session. Um, 
It gave me an, a chance to really uh, know their style and what their dynamic was like as a family or if it was like a senior. It helped get to know who they are and what their interests are so that we could do something cool and unique for them and make it even more of a unique experience for the client. Um, the best part about it too is I actually was able to show them the products in person and let them see the quality and feel the quality of the products and get those oohs and ahs over the, the items that they were touching and looking at. And um, it was the perfect chance to really teach them to how to measure the walls in their home and, and envision what their artwork is going to look like in their spaces and just overall help establish their trust in me as an artist and what we can create in their session. Um, I really wanted them to walk away from our meeting excited for their session. And so when I first started implementing these consultations, I started with five high school senior inquiries that I'd come through my website um, and I went through all the steps and I spoke with them on the phone and then I asked them all if they would come into the studio and meet with me and all five of them booked and it was awesome. Um, before I was doing the in-person consultation, I would just kind of run through everything over the phone and I would get a couple that would book here and there or um, they would come in to do their ordering session and be completely sticker shocked or um, they wouldn't book at all. They wouldn't even call back sometimes. Um, after that, it was just like a light bulb went off that this is what I needed to be doing. This was the missing step in my process. And um, this is what I needed to be able to book more clients as well as raise my sales average. I think that adding in the consultation 100% helped me grow my business last year and is now something that I would just never think of skipping in my process. I think that it is one of the most important steps um, other than pre-qualifying them on the phone. Hello, this is Mike Nakamura. I'm a photographer out in Kirkland, Washington. And Sarah asked me to talk about my biggest advice or change I made in my business to be able to reach $100,000 in annual revenue. The biggest difference is that I've priced my services at a level that I'm not comfortable with. In other words, when I first learned to say, this portrait is $2,700, I would say, oh, it's, to, uh, it's it was, one, well, it's, 20, it's $2,200. And I didn't have a price list there with me. I was just sort of winging it. So having that firm price list, using the markups available that Sarah suggests, pretty soon you get used to saying, this is a $2,700 portrait. And when you say it with conviction, your customers just know that that is actually a $2,700 portrait and they want it. So pretty soon, your average sales will go up, you'll be working with a better clientele, and every quarter when you check your revenue, you'll see that you're well on the way to at least $100,000 for this year. So to sum it up, charge more and have fun. Hi, this is Hildy Todron of Crane Song Photography, located in Stamford, Connecticut. What is my number one piece of advice for getting to 100K this year in my portrait photography business? 
I would say one of the biggest pieces of advice was getting out of my own way and listening to Sarah's advice. I've been a student of Sarah's for years, and while I did her Be Worth Every Penny, and I did her selling class, and I did many programs, and was a big fan and loved the boutique model, and actually never did give digitals as a shoot and burn model. Um, I was kind of one half foot in having prices too low and giving boutique service and saying I was boutique and picking and choosing elements and words, but not putting it all together. And when I was at Go Boutique Live in Dallas, um, in 2020, before the world shut down, I heard another photographer saying that it worked for her when she started doing all the steps that Sarah laid out. And I realized she was right. I was only doing things piecemeal and picking and choosing what was comfortable and in my comfort zone and not necessarily doing it all. For instance, I would mention my pricing somewhat in that first phone call or in a consultation, but I would kind of bury it in the conversation and not be upfront about it or about giving people digital files that were only sized for social media with anything they made an investment in. And as soon as I got more comfortable with my pricing and following all the steps, things worked so much better. Not to say that I'm still not working on it, it's still a work in progress, and there's still room for improvement, and 2022, I'm looking forward to improving my averages and just improving my client's experience altogether and doing a better job with a more directed sales plan in mind. When I do the session, I'm still sometimes taking different um, poses, thinking that if I provide more great portraits, they'll add on to their order, and I'm now learning that isn't the case. But that was definitely um, the biggest thing for me was following all the steps and following the approach that Sarah has laid out. Another thing that was a big help for me in 2021 was doing pooch playoffs in the first quarter, which is the first quarter for me is traditionally a slower time. And a bunch of the coaching students did do pooch playoffs. I had over 20 dogs and raised $2,000 for the AKC Humane Fund, which was phenomenal. It's the nonprofit part of the AKC. And part of their mission, along with a lot of things, is but the one that resonated with me was that they help people in abusive situations flee with their pets because often people in an abusive situation, if they have a pet, do not want to flee and leave the pet behind. So they get them to a shelter or a hotel that will accept pets. And I raised over $12,000 from that event, which was phenomenal and really helped start my year off on such a great foot that that gave me mo mo uh, momentum for the year. Um, at the end of the year, a couple of um, sales went to payment plans, and a couple of things fell through towards the end of the year, which 
happens and um, I wasn't quite at the number I was hoping for at the end of the year and was just below that 100k. So um, Sarah had talked about N1, N plus wanting it and so in December I started N plus wanting it because I was determined to get over that 100k. Um, so I reached out to some clients that hadn't quite finished some sales that were hanging in there. I knew my prices were going up for 2022 because all my vendor prices are going up and I gave a few clients who were hadn't finalized Walmart orders the ability to lock in in my 2021 prices if they finalized their sales in 2021 and that put me over the 100k for the year. Um, so N plus wanting it definitely was great. Pooch playoffs and just following all the steps that's been taught to us and um, believing in it and believing in my prices and saying things with convictions. So all that contributed to a great 2021 and I'm looking forward to just building on it and having an amazing 2022. So one of the things that we decided to do when our studio was closed with the mandatory state closure things, I decided that I wasn't going to just sit at home and wait for things to open back up. We were going to take that time to uh, educate ourselves and come out of all of this, you know, better than we were before. And to be quite honest, my studio had already done pretty well. Um, I, I think I had a very successful photography studio when comparing it to a lot of other studios in, in our industry nationwide. And so I will be very honest here. My goal was always to hit 400000 in sales. And that would have been between volume work and portrait work and I thought that I had fairly decent portrait sale averages when it came to our seniors, our families, and our children's sales. But again, I felt like I had just plateaued over the years and no matter what I did, we couldn't get those sales averages to go up any higher. And so we were already doing in-person sales so that was not anything new to me, but one of the small things that we changed that is what I think was the biggest game changer for us was how we presented the images during the in-portrait sales appointment. And what we did in the past when we created the videos was just showing it in the order that it was photographed. So same outfit, same background, shot, 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 they'd see four or five poses one after another. And one of the small things that Sarah pointed out was rearranging how they were seen. So it would be one close-up on one background and then maybe a full-length pose of a different background and then a three-quarter length and then a black and white and then maybe back to another outfit. So right now I'm kind of talking about seniors. That was where we saw the biggest up in sales. So changing up the variety of how they were seen in that presentation made it so easy at the end when the slideshow was over, everybody would just say, oh my God, I love them. There's no way I could even take anything out. I have to have them all. And bam, 
that's easy. We can make it happen for you. Let's do an album. But it basically helped us guide them into our top package. And it had everything we wanted them to get. There was no need for them to really pull anything out or take anything away. What we were able to do was really just say, so what are we doing for the wall portrait? What are we putting in the album? We're going to have all of them in the album. Now let's talk about wallets. Okay, how about some of the extra stuff? And our senior sales, I mean, gosh, I don't have those hard numbers in front of me right now, but I am going to say that about half of our seniors last year went with our top package. So that was around uh, $4,000. And we had a senior sale uh, that did a, like right around 6000 And then this last year, implementing that same idea, we had a senior that had spent around five, and all of the friends had to get that same thing. And so it really, uh, really was a game changer for us, and it helped get those portrait sales averages uh, right where I wanted them to be. And so for the first time in 17 years, I hit my goal, and I am pretty excited about that. So the next goal is uh, half a million. That is where I hope to be in uh, another couple years. So a piece of advice that I would give for anyone trying to hit $100,000 is obviously in-person sales. Um, my studio, when I first started, I did proofs. Uh, online sales weren't really a thing at that time, but I did proofs. People weren't ordering, and I just remember that although I had decent sales, the year that I went to in-person sales and my work did not leave the studio, it was not online or any of that, my accountant actually said, holy cow, what did you do this year? You had one heck of a year. And uh, the biggest change for me at that point was in-person sales. And so I can't stress enough how strongly I believe in that um, because that year that I had originally implemented that, I had increased my uh, gross annual sales by $100,000 just that year. And so that I believe was around like 2008, 2009 when I first implemented in-person sales. And so obviously um, our growth had continued through the years. And so as I mentioned previously, um, you know, our, our recent goal was 400000 And for the first time in 17 years, we hit that goal. So we were pretty proud of it. And so I feel like just the small changes, as scary as they might be sometimes, uh, making those small changes is going to make a huge impact on your overall numbers at the end of the year. Thank you to Sarah and her entire team at Sarah Petty Photography. Aren't these photographers amazing? Friend, no matter what your life looks like, whether you're a stay-at-home parent with young kids at home, or your kids are out of the house and you're an empty nester like me, or heck, maybe you don't have kids at all, or maybe you're starting from scratch and you want photography to be your career and income source, the boutique model can make your boutique life happen. Hey, photographer. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, can you do me a really quick favor so that more people can hear it? Would you please head over to Apple Podcasts and do one quick little thing? Leave a rating and or review and tell me what you think of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. When I get feedback on the episodes you like the most, it really helps me as well. It helps me to know where you're struggling in your business or where you need more information. And until next time, remember, you're worth every penny. 